So hello and welcome to episode 2 of the 2020 season of the Shiny Startup Podcast, dedicated to improved production racing around Australia and hosted by Mick Hazelton and myself, Chris White. This episode was recorded on 14 January 2020. In tonight's episode, our interview with Victoria's fastest taxi driver, Paul Vuleman. Paul talks fantasy IP cars, his history in racing, the state of improved production racing in Victoria, and his future racing plans, among other things. We had a great time talking to Paul and hope you enjoyed as much as we did. Thanks to Paul and to all our listeners out there for your ongoing support. Don't forget to subscribe on Facebook and in your podcast app for future episodes. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, well, let's get into the interview. So, um, look, thanks again, Paul, for joining us. And uh, the first question we ask all our guests, it's around a fantasy IP car um, that you'd love to see on track. Um, I don't know how familiar you are with the IP rules and sort of what would work and what doesn't, or whether there's just something that, you know, in, a, in terms of a chassis or something you love that you'd love to build into an IP car if it wasn't your own. Time, money, no object. What would you build or what would you buy? Well, it's a funny type of question. I, I sort of... From my, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for uh, for Ford Caprice. I'm a Ford boy, so I would love to build a 302, like a, a Piranha, mm-hmm. like a 302 Piranha. Um, and I don't know whether the IP rules would let them in. Mm-hmm. They're in historic. They're in here in historics, but historics have got all sorts of stuff. But I would love yeah, got funny rules. So, a little Windsor uh, and something that Jimmy Richards engine builder can build the Windsor because he seems to make them sing. But uh, I would love something like that. It's you could put a V6 in one. I know that someone was looking to build a V6 Capri in New South Wales. In fact, the chassis is ready, and they're running it in unders at the moment with a Duratec in it, uh, with a with the plan to maybe ultimately go V6. But um, yeah, I'm not sure V8 the rules would allow it. But yeah, cool, cool chassis. But um, yeah, so V6 is. I mean, I've, I've we've had a few couple of Capris. My wife had one as a first car. And um, I know that they had a lot of problems getting their heads on them. So, but I just, I just love the, love the, the package with a three hundred two, little three hundred two wins behind one. It'd be awesome fun. So my sure. dad used to race Group C and Group A Capris. Yep. And so he's got a soft spot for him as well. And dad and I are pretend car builders as well as like to have a go as well. So we're talking fantasy a lot. Yeah, but you know, what I'm saying is we talk fantasy IP car a lot. Sure. And he he would love a little modern Ecotech V6 twin turbo in a in a Capri, especially oh, yeah, now. Stop it. Yeah, just to get the torque to be able to pull its fat butt around and then yeah. you know, he would like that as a car. He reckon that would be a nice thing to drive. I don't think it would be fast enough, but Chassis no, not good enough not, for its weight, cool. but it'd definitely be one of the coolest cars in the field, that's yeah. for sure. It'd be one of those cars that people walk around the pits to take a good look at, and yep. uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be that'd be cool. Um, what yeah. about another car, Paul? Maybe in IP in Australia that you've seen or that you know uh, that you'd love to have a skid in? Any anything out there that that you'd love to get your butt in and, and have a drive of? Yeah, there's probably two of them. One, obviously, being a Ford boy, be race car. Yep. I'd love to do some laps in that thing. That's just a beast. I've had him clean me up that many times at different tracks, and I just think, oh, just give me a go. Because it's, it's a cool bit of gear. Um, but the other one is um, a bloke that I raced against. is a dag of a bloke. Uh, Adrian Taranto has got a little Audi A3 turbo, all-wheel drive. And is that the S4 or uh, the new one or the old A3. one? A4, a blue S3 or A3, yeah. A3 or something like that? Yeah, it's all-wheel A3 or an S3. I do know the car. Okay, it's a yep. beautiful little car. 
and um, he's a dag of a bloke, but it's it's just a really nice package. It's got some mumbo, and he's only getting quicker and quicker. And for me, it's something that I've never I've never experienced an all wheel drive car, and, and obviously a turbo with a race car would be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I think I think that package has got real potential. And again, yeah, mm. there's no reason why built properly and developed properly that that couldn't be as quick as say the the newer Evos uh, and that yeah. sort of thing, Mick. I don't. Uh, it's definitely better than the A4s because I think it's tra- transverse engine and not engine yep. over the the bumper bar like the front bumper yeah. like mm. the other Audis. So it's definitely a better package, I think, for IP in a race car. Yeah, the engine's back further in the car from memory. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's transverse though, like sideways, east, west, or whatever. Yeah. But it's um, it's a good platform, but again, I just. I just think it's too fat. Yeah, it's a bit heavy. Too heavy yeah. for yeah for old for Evo pace. I think any sort of any car in IP, apart from a BRZ or a T86, could be developed to be faster in this class. You know, you can we can make a 120Y fast. Mm. That says it because of the rules. Mm. But with the modern late model car rules, you can't just yeah. turn any car into a fast car. Unfortunately. Is it going to be too too fat to take advantage of the biggest restrictor size that you're allowed? Is it 38 as big as you can go? Or I think it's a 38, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely got so, since so. he's mucked with that. But um, it, it's, I, I just like it as a package. It, it's, I've seen it. Uh, he had another guy drive it earlier on when he was setting it all up up at Bathurst. Uh, a rally car, he made of his mates a rally car driver, and he, could, he steered it pretty well. It was pretty quick up at Bathurst. But just, Don't yeah. get me wrong; it'll be fast. But to say it's on, yeah, it's the same potential as an yeah. Evo, I just don't. I, I don't think it's quite that good. But it's still for a normal human being car. Who I think it's a working class fast car. Is that a terrible analogy? I don't know. I think I think you can make it fast without dedicating more than a usual working humans' time and money that they could put into it, I think it's a good package, definitely. Yeah, I, I like it too, Paul. I'm with you. I think it'd be a great car to drive. It seems to have plenty of corner speed and obviously yeah. uh, gets gets off the line well as all the four Doesn't it pass some cars yeah. off the start? <laughs> oh, I it in the wet. I seen, a, I seen some in-car yeah. off him up at, up at Winton and it was like we were all going to Coles for shopping. He just off and out of there. Incredible. <laughs> Yeah, again, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll bring my three two three down there when it's done. I'll clean him up. Um, <laughs> <Chinese> boss <laughs> backwards. Um, yep. All right, mate. So, Paul, thanks for that. Tell us a bit about yourself and who you are and where you're from and what you do outside of racing. Okay. Um, obviously, I live in Morwell. Uh, been here for thirty five years. Uh, happily married for probably thirty, just over thirty years. A couple of kids. Um, one's a teacher and loves playing hockey. And my youngest one's uh, at uni, and she um, she's a, I was currently a, in the squad for the Oz Pararoa, so that's cool. pretty cool. But we sort of uh, I sort of spend a bit of time, try spend a bit of time with the kids doing help. I play a bit of volleyball with my oldest one, and help out my youngest one with the bits and pieces for a rowing. And yeah, so that's sort of they take up a fair bit of my time, I think. And um, probably the rest of it, my, my wife and I, we uh, we love old things. Because like, they built things right in the old days, like wagons and petrol member builder and just old things in general. So we sort of do a few swap meets and auctions and sort of buy a bit of stuff and fix a bit of things up here and there. And that sort of pretty much keeps me keeps me busy from a hobby point of view. Good stuff. Understanding, Mrs. So you can, she, she's happy to come to swap meets with you? 
Oh, she loves them. Yeah, Deb loves the swap meets. We um, we go to a few of them. Not so many as we used to because everybody else is on all now. They're not cheap anymore. And yeah. all the deals seem to be done days before. And it's just, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. But you still find, cool. you still sort of tend to find the odd bargain. So, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, tell us a bit about your history in racing then. So uh, you're obviously racing IP now, but how did you get into racing and how long have you been racing for and what other categories have you run over the years? Okay, so I started out oh, probably 20-odd years ago in Speedway. Um, my brother used to race a bit of Speedway, and I went up and watched him one night and thought, oh, this looks all right, I'll have a go at that. So I bought a uh, an old TC Cortina race car and, I had a go at that for a year and oh, give the poor thing absolute curry, like just destroyed it out of how many times. And after a race meeting on a Sunday, we'd be out the front with a chain to a telephone pole, had my old Land Cruiser yanking things straight. <laughs> just, I, I don't understand how it survived because I spent more time sideways and backwards and in the wall than I did going anywhere. But um, so eventually it died. We had to bury it. I built a... Um, NXT Falcon with a 351 Clevo in it and um, a bit more serious. And I won a, won a big title, actually won a couple of big titles in that car. Been, it's what we call standard saloons, um, just a speedway class. And then from then, I built uh, my first my first EA. So it was EA with a 351 Windsor in it for speedway and um, did pretty well with that one. And then sort of just had enough. Of, in the end, it sort of got very political, so I sort of got out of it. Yeah. And... Um, did nothing for probably, I don't know, a few years, three or four years. And then um, uh, decided to have a go at this hill climb. So I had an, had an EA line at the back and a 351 Windsor, so I whacked that together and did a couple of hill climbs and got talking to a few guys and they were talking about these um, sprint meetings. And okay, what are these? And they, oh, you go to Dan Down and Phillip Island. I thought, oh, I'll have a go at this. So I did one sprint meeting. That was it. I was hooked. Mm. One one race at Phillip Island as a sprint, and that's it. I've never gone back to the hill climb. So that was it. That was sort of where where I sort of got the love for the for the bitchman and sort of finally lost like my my dirt sort of stuff. And um, yeah, from then we we I um, did that for oh, I did sprints for probably a couple of years, a few mates, and then um, I sort of I got talking to a couple of guys I used to know from Speedway, and they were doing they were doing saloon car racing. So um, I thought, oh, that sounds all right. So I bought a, I bought this EA, which is the one I've got now. And um, I raced that for, oh, I think, a couple of years in saloon cars. And we're sort of there and about in the, in the, in the head of the uh, what they call the, the trophy class. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's same thing. The, the, the class sort of I don't know, died off, sort of imploded a little bit. You'd sort of go out in the track and you'd be there by yourself. For, it, I'd sort of stay with the front runners of the late models for a little while. And then I sort of you'd, you'd all get spread out, and and that'd be you race yourself for sort of four laps. So I sort of that was sort of just starting to wear a little bit thin. And um, I met a guy at work who he just started there, and um, he was in um, IP. That was that was Wayne Twist. So uh, after yakking with him a little bit and getting to know him, and he invited me along to one of the barbecues that they have on a, mm-hmm. on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I went to that, and, and they were a really cool bunch of blokes, and they were yakking and chatting about stuff, and they'll have a laugh and carry on. And and to me, that was sort of like what what racing's all about. So um, I thought, stuff it. So I went over to that and just took my saloon car over there, and there it is. 
that was Good stuff. seven years ago, I suppose. Six, six years ago, I reckon. I think I've been racing IP. Yeah, so it's um, it's a pretty cool class. So I really enjoy the guys, and it's a bit of fun. So Good stuff. So, I mean, you talked about some of your past cars, and you obviously talked about buying this one. Did you did you you bought it off someone else uh, as a saloon car, or did you build it? Yeah, no, I bought that. I bought it off Craig O'Connell as a saloon car. Yeah, I reckon probably six years, seven years. Six, I probably six years. Yeah, I, I bought it off him, and I went down to do my license to do my my circuit license from Sprint. And um, I'm, I'm doing, I did my first lot of laps, and I come back in, and it was sort of. It was a little bit, little bit hot, and it was sort of rattling a little bit, and and the guys were there with me who had bought it off, and and they sort of said, "Oh, I hadn't done that before." Oh, well, don't stress about it. So we went out and we did the next session, and and I come back in again. It was just sort of blowing a bit of smoke out the rock cover and stuff, and and um, and, and uh, Craig says to me, he "Goes, oh, he said, oh, it's never done that before." And then then uh, Andrew, Andy says, "Yeah, that's because he's about four seconds a lot faster than you." <laughs> I thought, oh, shit. I thought, oh, shit, that's not ideal. They were just laughing about it, and in the end, I blew the I blew into bits on the last race, on the last last sort of session. So that didn't matter. It, 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 I was well and truly hooked by then. So good stuff. So, so um, obviously the history of the car, you raced it in trophy class in saloons, and then um, yep. brought it into IP. So, yep. uh, you know, as a saloon car, can you tell us how it was set up, and then how you've sort of developed it since then? Well, it's it's pretty much still suspension-wise. There's like a package that they put together um, for the saloon cars for the early models, and um, it's all that standard suspension still. So that's all the same. The mm-hmm. brake package is the same. Um, the they're, they're, they were weight restricted, so that was all. It's pretty much just like that. What all I've done to it, I've uh, since got sick of blowing third gear out of the, the old T5s. So I eventually put a, uh, a 256 in it, mm-hmm. and um, I lowered my diff ratio a little bit, and then I've put a rear wing on it, and that was incredible. I'd never sort of thought that aero and aero and EAs would, would go together, but it made a big difference to the car to <laughs> settle it down. Well, it's the last thing people want to talk about. They talk about EAs and aero. They go, "You're an idiot." Off you go. <laughs> but I, I couldn't believe it. It really settled it down. So that was probably pretty good. And then um, I put that uh, Eco IPI engine in it, which I which I've been running now for uh, oh, three years. And it's mm-hmm. the Barra engine, yeah. Yeah, it's a Barra, a Barra, um, the, the dedicated gas engine. And I just run yeah, it. The green top. And... Green top. No, no, it's not. It's the um, the later one. So the the gas injected one. All right. Eco Eco IPI. They're um, bit higher compression ratio standard, and it just loves the eighty five. And the thing just sings. Fantastic fun. Good stuff. And it was all the bargain the bargain basement price. It cost me seven hundred and fifty bucks for the engine. Good stuff. Yeah. And how I mean can can you bolt them up to a T fifty six? Is there a, a bell housing you can buy just to cool? Well what you gotta do, I've I run a No, no, I run a standard bell housing, yeah. Yeah, so I just put the T fifty six bell housing straight up to it. There you go. Great. And to be honest, what you've just described shouldn't be doing one minute fifties at Phillip Island like that. That is very cool, mate. That's a big testament to not just pushing hard, but you're doing it in every race. So it's, it's not just pushing hard. It's knowing when to push. It's keeping the inertia of the car and it must be a balanced package to be able to do that. So there's a lot of cars that spend a lot of money and try to put a lot of bits in and 
you know, one minute fifties might sound slow now compared to fully doing 41s, but if you don't understand the rules and the differences in the cars, but really I do. And yeah, that's, that's hauling, man. That, that's really good. And especially for what you've put together, <laughs> like that right. is really, really doing well. And it's a, it's a testament to your development of as a driver and the car. And it's, like I said, you're the milestone, mate. You're the Victorian milestone. I reckon you are bringing so many people to the category because they're going to judge how they're doing and how they build their cars against you. And if they get in front of you, then there's a long way up the road. But, you know, it's still, it's a, it's a great achievement that you've done and classes need someone like yourself that is consistent and fast and in a car that is probably not supposed to do, be doing those times. Yeah, I'd agree oh, with that. Well, thank you for that. It's good fun. Like it's, I love the, the – and you're right. The cars, the old saloon cars, they they really did their homework with them and they're set up in such a way that they they uh, they oversteer. So they're an oversteerer, which is was perfect for me coming from a speedway background. But I had a guy – I give a mate of mine – um, we did a, 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 a – had a passenger day and I took him for a drive and he goes – he says after the race, he goes, because he's used to front-wheel drive cars, he goes, oh – he said, it sends you an email. I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, it sends you an email when it's starting to slide. I've gone, yeah, it's okay. It's what it does. And yeah, and that's the thing about it. It, it. it lets you know what, it's none of these really snappy, I hate snappy to sort of direct cars. This thing just lets you know what's going on and, yeah, you know where the edge is. You'd probably yeah. love Chris's car he's built then. <laughs> built then. <laughs> Talk about that later if you want. Yeah, he does. Um, turns at Eastern Creek. He's going to have turns one through to ten just from the start line before everyone yeah, else's turn one. Pretty much, pretty much. Short <laughs> wheelbase. Uh, it's yeah. It's a. We can talk about that later if you like, Paul. But um, yeah. and certainly, I think. Look, can I just echo what Mick said? I mean, doing doing those sorts of times in that car with the, I guess the 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 saloon car suspension set up and 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 you know limited. Jazzy development, if I can be fair, uh, on even on fifties, that is phenomenal. And there are some cars behind you that, frankly, you, you have no business being in front of. And, uh, and <laughs> again, it's a credit to you. And um, and, and, and Mick's right. I think it's it's great for the category to see you going so well in a car uh, that that could, you know, it could do a lot worse. It's and achievable, so, but it's yeah. achievable. Like if you watch watch that, you're just like, that's a saloon car. And it's just got a barrow in the front of it. So yeah. it's, whereas, you know, you look at Adam Poole doing the same on the same weekend and you, and someone asks what's about that, everyone's reaction will be, oh, you can't build one of those. Like if you're yeah. coming in the category, you don't even try to start there. You know, like that's that's something you don't even understand yet. But with you, mate, we can say, yeah, if you, if you can steer and you can find an old saloon car and put a barrow in the front of it, obviously oh, yeah. that's much simpler than actually what happens and there's a lot more development and and a lot more you know skill involved but it looks so achievable and yeah, it's not sure. much different to Macca in new south wales because mm. he's got the right six cylinder that should be in that model car really it's just bigger the 2.9 i think it is up to now but it's still you know it's pretty much all bmw with a bit of woolwood brakes on it it's not a special car it looks achievable. He's having a ball in it. He's sideways half the time, and he gets out with a massive smile and has a great 
conversation with everyone he's just raced with, and that's what's good for the category. That's yeah, what yeah, IP's sure. all about. And, that's a bit of and I love. I love, um, I love just the, just the driving and the and the and the camaraderie with the blokes and and to me now the car like it, it just I'll I'll go out there and flog it to death. And I come back in the pits, I get in there, it's not hot, it's not ticking, it's not rattling, I'll just turn mm. it off and go for a chat. I love yeah, that. and that, and that, Paul, can I say, that's just what I was going to follow up with, it just further to Mick's point, you know, the same as Macca. One of the questions we asked Macca, and I'm going to ask you the same question in a minute, was whether he wanted to develop his car more to make it quicker. And he said no, which to a racer, you know, might seem, or some racers might seem a bit strange. But his, 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 his reasoning for that is... If I make it go quicker, it'll break more and it'll require more maintenance. Whereas I like to put on the trailer, take it home and, you know, go and do a hill climb next week in it. And, you know, the week after that, go down to the Nationals. And the week after that, go to Phillip Island and run Island Magic. And it doesn't break, you know. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and, and so, you know, he... It has minor was, issues. Minor issues that are easy yeah. for him to fix. It's yeah. nothing critical. You know, it's... Obviously, things break, but the theory but, and how it goes down. He does race all those races. He just did it last year. Yeah, but I'm guessing... Last year, didn't he? Yeah, heaps. And, and I'm guessing, though, and again, you know, Paul, you don't have, you know, CNC hubs with, you know, tractor bearings in the front of it to keep the hubs on, and you probably don't have... No, so, but, but that's all the stuff that if you, you know, if you went to Boss Block and, you know, got yourself your six, seven hundred horsepower and, 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 and went nuts with it, you'd need bigger brakes, you'd need to do all that work to the suspension, the chassis to, to make it handle it. But you can go out, do 50s, have a ball, park the car at the end of the race and, you know, and yeah. talk shit about racing and, and not have to worry about that stuff. Talk, talk very valuable information with other racers is what you mean. <laughs> we never talk shit at a race. And not over a beer. No. No, no never. <laughs> never. The other good thing is in Victoria, it supports that, yeah. I think, well, when you've got, if I look at the results, like the achievable guys are running 44s, 45s, you're running 50s, yep. and then there's a group behind all the way back to 55s. So there's a progression yep. that you can make in development as a driver in your car, and yeah. there's big fields, and it's... Yeah, I'm jealous. I wish yeah. we had that in New South Wales more often. Yeah. We do when we get seem to combine the grids a bit more but you know, yeah, i don't want to get again. into that yeah let's not go there <laughs> well well to give you an example of what you just said mick um Ipravic were on facebook yesterday saying that they've already got 38 entries for Sandown after uh, the first round and so they're nearly look they're gonna be looking at an oversubscribed grid so you know and that's round one at Sandown in middle mm. of Feb. Yeah. You know, um, and um, yeah, that's just phenomenal uh, to see, and uh, and shows the strength of the category in Victoria. So congrats to IP Victoria, and um, yeah, um, it's uh, yeah, it's really good to see. So, so coming back then to that question, I asked Macker, and I'll ask you now: uh, Are there any plans for you to develop the car further? Obviously, um, you found a package that you know, from a budget perspective and a fund perspective, meets your needs. But but are you thinking about anything that might make it go a bit quicker in the future? Um. It's it's a hard choice. Like I've sort of there's part of me that thinks that I'd like to sort of like a, there's always the power thing. Everybody wants power, but exactly that. If I'm going to put power into the engine, is it going to be reliable? And am I going to have to start fixing stuff to track? And I think, uh, but there's a part of me that would like to do a little bit of work on the suspension because as much as I like a slide, 
it does roll a bit through the corners, and I've seen videos of it, and it's sort of quite sort of up on the side a bit out of the corners. And I think some corner speed would be nice, but from a from a mechanical point of view, I don't think I'd do anything to the engine. Mm-hmm. I just leave it. I love it. It's it's reliable and it's fun and it's cheap. And um, I, I sort of said to someone a little while back, if I reckon if I if I chuck ten thousand dollars at my car, it probably cost me twelve. If I chuck ten thousand dollars at it, I'm probably going to gain. Second two and seconds. A half. Yeah. Mm. And I think two seconds of Phillip Island. If you like. going to put me in average. Yeah, Phillip Island's my. It's everything I want to go to is Phillip Island. But that's probably going to put me up uh, maybe two spots in the grid. Mm. It's like, well, yeah, it's worth it. it. Yeah. yeah. To me, it's it, every 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 round I seem to come up against different guys mm-hmm. and have a different part of the race with different guys. And it's to me, that's what it's about. I, I love it. I mean, I'm not going to get that. If I go up a bit further up the grid, I'm potentially going to lose those guys. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and to me, it's sort of like, well, yeah. So the only thing I thought about was a little bit of suspension, but also I don't want to lose its, how much fun it is in the wet. Yeah. So as soon as you stiffen up, I reckon I'll lose that. <laughs> we need you up here. Just move yeah, up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a daughter once, because she wants to row out of Sydney. So. Oh, there you go. Well, it's possible mate, then. Uh, possible. Open, in, open invitation. Uh, coming up, coming up and join us for a race meeting, Paul. We'd love to have you. Yeah, definitely. Um, you're definitely on the list. Yeah, good stuff, mate. Tell us a bit more about, I guess, IP Racing in Victoria. We we obviously marvel at the size of the grids, and obviously they're combined grids. But but it looks like it's healthy from the outside. How is it going? And and how do you see the quality of the cars and the drivers and size of the fields and tracks and everything else? How do you how do you see IP in Victoria? Oh, look. From from my point of view, from the day I started, it's it, it, they're a fantastic club, and um, it, it, no matter who you want, it, it, look, it, you'll have a bit of a nasty moment with somebody, and and I, I, just a while back, I had I bumped into someone, and I went and seen him, and they weren't real happy, and I said, look, I apologise now, I, I didn't mean it, I don't race like that. You can ask anybody, um, and he was a bit a little bit upset because I, I ran into the back of him. And um, the next day he came up and he said, look, I had a look at some footage and, and yeah, you were right. Um, I was just a bit quick into there and yeah, I, I, he sort of um, pretty much sort of dive bombed me a bit, but it was nothing in it. And, and the next day we were, we had a chat about it and we were fine. And that that to me is the category. People, yeah, you have a moment and you have a bit of a breath and you go back and talk about it later on and it's all, it's all over and it's sorted. So I think from the club point of view, it, it's, they're doing a fantastic job. The, the the variety of cars and yeah there's a lot of really fast cars and there's a lot of slower cars that stay I mean if you were consistently at the back of your field all the time you've got to love it enough to come back so and mm. and, and people do so I think that that in itself says a, a lot for the class and the work that the committee people are doing and and just how they're sort of trying to keep little adjustments to the rules I know there's some probably some ones that are fairly topical like your boss your boss blocks and that. There's a lot of people that are, that doesn't affect them at all, but a lot of the other rules sort of help them along, and and they obviously enjoy it and they keep coming back, and yeah, I think it's doing fantastically. I guess around the country in IP, and or maybe maybe you could limit it to Victoria. I mean, who who's impressed you in terms of their improvement um, and car development recently? Is there anyone who stands out to you as someone who's doing a good job building and developing their car and improving their driving? Oh, there's, look, there's a few guys. Obviously, there's the there's the old, there's the ones that we ran forever, like the Rays of the World, and 
and, and um, then there's young Jordan Cox, who's obviously gone TCR now. But um, there's other guys like uh, Matt, Matt Logan. Um, in the, he's got a Commodore race with us. He's sort of been slowly, slowly over the years, getting sort of faster and faster and faster. And now he's sort of top sort of three or four all the time. Um, and that car, like I used to beat him, I beat him a few times earlier on, and, and I thought, really? This is a pretty late model, a late model Commodore, and it's got some go. But he was just—he's one of these guys that sort of just slowly sneaks his way along and learns some more and learns some more. Another one's um, Andrew Butcher. He, um, when he first he started off, um, and I remember him going off here and there and having a few moments. And um, he's just over the years has slowly got quicker and quicker. And I think he—I think he won the race and won the round. Last round at Phillip Island, I think. So yeah, Andrew's Andrew's come along really well. Didn't he win the Matthew Fin Flinders Cup or whatever it's called? That the final cool. race. Yeah, at, at, um, at, no, no, at, I'm pretty Matthew. sure he won the oh, Phillip Island right. final. Let me bring it yeah, up. Imagine, um, yeah. Andrew Butcher, yeah, so. number one. That's him, there you yeah. go. Yeah, no, yeah. Yep. he's a great guy. Like he's a nice guy, funny guy. I'm always I'm always winding him up about his BMWs because I I just like hanging shit on BMW drivers. <laughs> Because it's one of those little moments in the back of my mind. I know they're a nice, they're a good car, but I just can't say it too often. Um, <laughs> you love yeah, that no, Andrew, yeah, probably Andrew and Andrew and and, and uh, Matt Logan. So they're probably the ones to me that have really sort of come a long way. So yeah, cool. we definitely good have stuff. to get you and Mac together now. Now you've said that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and Andrew's Andrew beat Lachlan McBride, a New South Wales guy. Yeah. Um, in the yeah, final. Yeah, Lachlan's a nice kid. He, yeah. um, he's got a quick car too. And, yeah. Oh, they all drive standard engine BMWs, by the way. I don't think Andrews is anymore, though, is it? No, oh, no. Oh, no. So you ask them, they're all standard. Yeah, oh, I get what you're saying. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I hear, I pick right. up what you're putting down. Yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm hearing it too. Uh, and I guess, um, uh, I mean, he also beat Drew Lawrence in, uh, in Aaron Lawrence's S13, which we know is a bloody quick car too. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it's obviously yeah. A, an amazing result for him and shows that there's yeah. been a bit of improvement there. So well done. Be in it to win it. Absolutely. Um, I think we talked a little bit about going to the nationals. Uh, are you racing full season this year in IP, Paul? Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, probably. And um, I guess future plans, are you sticking with IP? Any other yep. plans to look at other categories or? Nah, nah, stop that. I, I like it. I've got enough time to do my IP racing, and that's about it. So I just I can't do two things at once. <laughs> Haven't figured that out. Yeah, good yeah. stuff, mate. Uh, I guess finally, is there anyone you want to thank? Um, family, sponsors, friends, club. Oh, uh, look. From my point of view, obviously my wife for putting up with me. I mean, we've been married thirty years, and I reckon I've been racing for twenty-eight. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> she obviously likes a bit of sport, and she likes she understands that for me, it's a little bit of. Um, We'll call it therapy. Racing yeah. is a good therapy. And uh, I've got a mate, Marco, down at Allform. He helps me out with a few bits and pieces of aluminium and that sort of stuff. It was the O'Connell's. O'Connell's tyres over in Maui, they um, they sort of help me with my setup, like keep my car square. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, look, for me, it's just the IP, the IP Vic committee and all the other drivers we've got. And like, without all those guys, the, the category wouldn't be what it is. And um, like I said earlier on, when you can go and talk to anybody, whether they've got a, for example, a, a two hundred thousand dollar BMW or a Falcon or whatever it might be, down to a ten thousand dollar EA, they talk to you like you, they're, they're, they're all your toys. 
and yeah. that's my favourite tour and that's their favourite tour and you talk like that you don't talk like who are you you're a lowly 50, 50 runner I'm a 40 runner there's none of that it's, yeah. so without those guys it, the, the, it wouldn't be the fun that it is so that, for sure agreed Hey, I've got one more thing. Isn't there a sister EA car to you now? I remember seeing yeah, on RevHeads. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's him, Marco. I sucked him into it. Yeah, nice. He's got a couple of seconds to get up to your speed, which isn't surprising. He's coming along, though. Yeah, but yeah. considering the time you've had in the car and, and like, obviously you are pedalling it very well, but that's still great that you've brought someone else in. They've built a sister car with the same formula as yours and they're trying everything they can to get as fast as you that's that's awesome another good reason yeah it's, it's actually a to be an there's another one too there's uh, another guy who's built one up uh, his name escapes me now he's got it looking like Craig Lowndes' old um, silver and black oh one. yeah that's that's an AU uh, oh, no, that's an EA no, that's it is an EA. EA isn't it yeah yeah, yeah so there's another EA I reckon there might be another couple soon I'm trying to con a few other guys in it. Well, these cars are around I mean get them out yeah. yeah. Uh, if you yeah, find a spare bad. one and you want someone to come and have a skid, I'll, I'll come down. Yeah. <laughs> I'll drive anything. Eh? <laughs> oh, these are great fun. I love them. And they're cheap. Like, I yeah. love it. There's nothing better than going up to a BMW drive and go, oh, jeez. I was out in my mate's place the other day and they give me another car. Had to scare the yeah. out of it and take it home, but no, that's fine. You're not going to find many E46 drivers who tell you that. Yeah. Oh, shit, no. I've, I've probably got a two-door E36 I could give away, but um, I mean it's completely shagged. But anyway, might um, someone can hit me up on uh, Facebook if they're interested, <laughs> mate. Uh, Paul, how can people follow you? Do you have Facebook or YouTube, or do no. you post videos anywhere? No, I just turn up and race. <laughs> do it for yourself. Well, yeah. get a camera in the car. All these people that are helping you and want to come and and uh, play EAs with you, convince one of them to get a camera. So then oh, they'll put camera. their camera in your car and then they can watch it and learn and then they can put it on YouTube so we can watch. If I could work out how to do it on YouTube, I've got plenty of footage. Oh, mate, oh. it's easy as. If you've got an internet connection, it's it's, it's piss easy. I'll, I'll, I'll talk you through it. Or yeah, yeah. you can send oh. me the footage and I'll put it up. The last round at Phillip Island, I um, had a bit of a moment in the second race. So the third race, I started dead last. I think I passed nine hundred cars or something. So nice. gr- that well, stuff's great to get see. That, that get that SD awesome. card in the post because you said you know your technology's up there with a potato powered by lemons. So <laughs> you know, get that, well, get that in the post, and then um, Chris will hook you up, and we'll get some followers for you. And I know Chris and I both want to look at that footage. So yeah, we'll and I want to see footage of you in the wet. Uh, you you raced in the wet. Was it last year at Phillip Island or something where you torched, got up to third place or something, second yeah, place? Yeah, got third and a fourth, yeah. So, I mean, that's a, that's always phenomenal. People love to see that. So, yep. yeah, mate, um, hook us up with the footage. And, um, if yeah, if you like, you could send me a car. We'll put it, we'll put it under shiny side up. So, well, Chris will because, no, no you know, I'm not going to lie. Chris does all the work. I'm just here to look pretty. <laughs> that's it. So, you know, he'll, he'll get it up there for you and we'll promote you. And I know it's not going to make a difference to your racing career, but it's going to oh, make a lot of difference racing, to yeah. other people's, and that's what is key. Yeah. We want to promote the category, and we want to promote as much um, of the good guys as we can. All right, I'll have to dig back and see what I can find. Happy days, mate. Well, look, Paul, thanks again for coming on the show. Really um, uh, appreciated having you on, and, uh, mate, best of luck for the coming season, and, uh, yeah, hope it's a, hope it's a good one for you. 
No, awesome. Thanks, guys. And look, thanks for having me. I think it's, it's a it's a great thing you're doing, and, and anything to, to get more people out there racing because it, it's like um it's like anything. Uh, you think oh, like you say, you think oh no no, I couldn't do that. It's too expensive or it's too this, and it's, it's actually not that bad if you look at look at uh, the actual cost. You put a bit of money away every week. It's not too bad if you're driving old Falcon. Yeah, and if you do a bit of work yourself, get some friends involved, get your family into it, you know, and with a supportive club like IP Victoria, mate, um, yeah, you could do a lot worse with your weekend, couldn't you? So, yeah, yeah. good stuff. No, too easy. Thanks for having me.